Welcome, everyone, to Movies After Midnight. Um, it is October, and in the spirit of the month, I have we have revived the uh, slowly decomposing corpse of this podcast and, and brought it back to life uh, to talk about some October movies. And I just picked up a Morrowind noise. Um, nice. <laughs> that's like you teleporting into the podcast. It is. Um, that was that was the sound of me casting recall to jump into this podcast to um, witness the reanimation. Alm CV intervention took you back to the, the temple. Um, so yes, uh, with me I have uh, I have my brother Nick. Hello. Who's not visually present? I don't know if I'll use. I'm recording video of me. I don't know if I'll use it. That's for you at home to find out. Um, but um, and I uh, brought him on to talk about the uh, the timeless 2014 Canadian superhero horror adventure comedy uh, Wolf Cop, the pride of Northern Saskatchewan, uh, as it should be. It's it's like my top three things that have come out of Canada. There's like Wolf Cop, Letterkenny, All Dressed Chips, Rush. Rush. Yeah. Um probably Norm, a couple actors. Norm MacDonald. Uh yeah. you rest in peace. Um Yeah, I was yeah, uh, Zap Roused Hour. Can't forget that guy. Uh, yeah. Um maybe Poutine depending on how you feel. Poutine's pretty solid actually. Poutine is something that conceptually seems like it should really be so American that it's surprising <laughs> that it's not. I mean, stri strictly speaking, it did come from the Americas, so we're still, like... Very true. Canadians are Americans, you heard it here first, folks. I mean, that's... Europeans will get on that. Yeah. They'll be like, you're from America, what's the big deal? It's it's, it's not the same, buddy. <laughs> um, Wish it weren't so but awkward, that's <laughs> That is a massive derail. So yeah, Wolf Cop. Um... I uh, wanted to talk about this movie. It's it's low key kind of an important film for me, which is funny to say. Um, so I was I was kind of at a point like uh, in my filmmaking journey where uh, 2018 I had graduated film school and was kind of like aimlessly gadding about in life, and like superhero films had always been like my thing. Like even before the MCU was a thing, I was like I want to make superhero movies. And after after like Infinity War came out, I was like, you know, the the hype machine is has apexed, and I'm kind of getting like burnt on superhero films. And that was like this huge, huge like basically losing like a huge chunk of how I defined myself. And around that time, I started getting into horror films, and specifically watching uh, the Last Drive-In uh, with Joe Bob and Darcy, and they showed uh they showed wolf cop as one of their episodes and it's it's a very like something about like its personality was it, it's a very like it's a I, I don't yeah feel free to chime in uh at any time but uh i feel like i feel like it's been described as something that maybe is a little cliche but it's kind of a a so bad it's good but on an intentional level yeah well it, it doesn't it take does itself that, too seriously yeah. It does that in a way that I just kind of didn't think movies really did much anymore. Because it's... Yeah. I was, like, I had seen it... I'd actually heard of it before. And I'd seen the poster and I was like, oh, this is going to be one of those movies that's, like, constantly reminding you how, how like... 
like the entire setup is a joke and like it's just going to be reminding you how 80s and how throwback and how like referential it is but it is it's a film that like actually it it does have those winks to the camera for sure but it like is a thing that was like built to stand on its own and I, yeah. I like I really liked that like and we'll we'll kind of get into that I suppose but yeah it's like a movie that really like kind of reinvigorated my interest in wanting to make movies so I wanted to talk about it for this I feel like I feel like through watching Wolf Cop it showed that they were actually really and and again we'll we'll hit some of the specifics of of how this manifested itself but like with a relatively low budget they made something that was pretty entertaining and really used their resources well in a way that like I feel like it maybe captured a little bit of the spirit of some of those kind of retro maybe 80s-ish movies without like you said being like super in your face referential and the fact that I liked it when I'm a person who hates that like in your face 80s referential ooh look how cool and retro we are aesthetic it it didn't do that and if it it did do that like at all I probably wouldn't have liked it but it, yeah, it totally did not do that. Yeah, and it managed to capture that spirit, I think, better than a lot of things that try way harder to do so. Yeah, because it um, was authentic. Yeah. It was an so, authentic yeah, um, kind of low-budget character, like you said, sort of superhero horror almost. Yeah, it's, it's in a lot of ways it also it kind of feels like a movie I would make if I had like more resources, and I think I connected with that. Um, Big same. So yeah, uh, actually some backstory. Um, so Wolf Cop was a product of the, uh, what is this, uh, Sineku Contest, which is, uh, it's held by a series of, it might be Odeon Theaters, um, in, um, uh, it's a series of theaters in Canada, and basically, uh, different people would pitch their films, and over a period of time give these production updates that would be, uh, it was like a web series, but it was also, like, played during that, like, um, like, you know, the intro period before the movie when they're, like, hawking, whatever. Um, and viewers would basically vote on which movie they're getting updates for that they would actually like to see finished. And, the le- like, the film that won that contest would be awarded a million dollars, a million Canadian dollars. Um, <laughs> so, like, five bucks. It, it comes out to, like, 800,000 US, so, like, um, but they would basically be awarded that money to finish the movie and guaranteed that their movie would play in that theater chain. And mm-hmm. so Wolf Cop was the uh, 20, I think, yeah, I think 2014 winner. Cause it 14, came out in 20, yeah. Or would it, no, it, it came, came out in 2014, 2014, so 13 winner, maybe? I, that sounds right. But so yeah, Wolf Cop was the result of that. Which again is like very much that like, you know the the dream of every like indie filmmaker to hit mm. that like the dream of every indie filmmaker in 2013 in Regina Saskatchewan yeah i remember uh there's yeah indie filmmaking in canada is interesting and like i don't i'm not quite researched enough to get on that discussion but uh yeah and it was like one of the it was the one of the first really big things by uh, director Lowell Dean, who had made a movie called Thirteen Eerie, which was a, a lower budget uh, kind of horror movie as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, he actually he had done some, uh, I think, music videos, and um, had hired a, um, I think Leo Fafard was like a gaffer 
or something uh, something along those lines. I think primarily. he was an electrician. He did like film electric. Yeah, electrical setup. department. Okay, yeah, key grip. Yeah. Um, yep. And he had 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 Leo play a werewolf in a music video, and so when they started working on Wolf Cop, he was like, "Hey, I I know a guy who's been a werewolf for me before." Um, so again, and I I'm fascinated with that because I feel like you don't hear stories of like people going from being like real like not just crew but like specifically skilled crew to being like a, a leading actor yeah because there's almost this kind of i don't want to say it's like a rivalry but a very like distinct line drawn between yeah. like film production and film like art yeah well also like they're just very different skill sets so i think like... different skill sets for different people different strokes for different folks yeah so it's it's rare that you see someone who like does all right in both, but yeah, yeah. So Leo like, Fafard as the uh, hero, Sergeant Lou Guru. Yeah, we <laughs> a cab except for Lou Guru and yeah. uh, uh, and the members of the Stars Bravo team, and uh, maybe maybe uh, those one Power Rangers. Yeah, de- depending. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we can get into actually talking about the movie. Um, cause I, um, but yeah, so basically, uh, Wolf Cop is the story of, of, yeah, Lou Guru, which is a dumb joke, but yeah, I think it, I think nice, it's that nice Lou Guru reference, but it's, it's just tongue in cheek enough to work. Yeah. It tells you what kind of movie this is, I think. Yeah. Um, especially whenever you like our first introduction to this character, he's this, horrible like just just pathetic like alcoholic sleazy really bad at his job really just embarrassment loser character uh, b- me too honestly yeah, big, um, big same uh yeah he like you know, rolls out of bed comes in comes into work hungover uh there's a part where he's like driving to work he sees some guys beating a dude up and he just kind of like waves them off it's like hey um and, shows up late everyone yeah. hates him and uh we we learn later that that there's a specific reason that he and he of anyone ends up becoming uh uh a werewolf which in this film is is imparted through a curse rather than like there, there's not like another wolf that bites him uh yeah, another wolf is the next movie uh um, and he ends up becoming this werewolf cop and uh, starts having to like figure out figure out basically why like why he was made into a werewolf what's going on and also he becomes like a way better at his job pretty much immediately for having been werewolf um, then he quickly also realizes that when in when in werewolf form he's still mostly in control of his faculties as long as he's fueled by alcohol at least yeah, like it's actually like a plot point that like his alcoholism is kind of what sets him apart from because you learn that there's some history to this werewolf curse, and his his alcoholism ends up kind of being the one thing that like breaks the cycle, which is which is perfect. Um, I actually uh, another big thing in this is yeah because because he's a cop, uh, li- uh, booze and donuts. Uh, Good old liquor donuts. Liquor, liquor donuts as a brand, I don't think exists, but liquor donuts as a concept does exist. Um, but I did. Uh, I didn't bring bring it with me. I uh, when we were watching this the other night, I like ordered a thing of, of donuts to like celebrate, and I've been regretting bringing so many donuts into my home 
for the last that's, couple of days. Yeah, that's something that sticks with you. Um, yeah. I got yeah, super sidetracked thinking about donuts. I just entered another dimension. Yeah, <laughs> that's it's kind of it's kind of a recurring gag throughout the throughout the movie is like the liquor donuts. Yeah, it's a nice it's little like, like through line. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause that's that's the the thing about Wolf. Like it's it like it's a small Canadian town, but it seems like there's a lot going on. Like they have their own gang. These these piggies that like are kind of doing stuff. And like the aerial and they shots, rob do, a like donuts, yeah. which is unforgivable. Yeah, that's kind of the what sets things off in an indirect kind of way. Um, and yeah, and there's like these aerial shots of I'm like I'm I'm kind of nebulous on how big or small this small town is. Because like with the aerial shots, it looks like a decently sized metropolitan area, like not like huge, but like maybe like maybe like Mankato, Minnesota sized. Uh, yeah, yeah, that could that that feels about right. Shout out to anyone listening in Mankato, Minnesota. There's like there's down like in Cato. There's one person <laughs> from from Mankato sitting in the Buffalo Wild Wings, like listening to this, like hey. It's just yeah, that's I like uh, we could talk about that because like culturally, like I I've I've felt a like I don't know, not vibe with, but like. Uh, having grown Tangential up in, in, understanding. Yeah, in rural Minnesota, there's a lot of, like, isms about uh, rural Canada that kind of, like, apply to rural northern Minnesota yeah, and the southern Minnesota. Yeah, the culture's fairly, fairly similar. Um, so there's a lot of, a lot of the stuff in this, in this film that's, so like, does, very rural, rural Canada is something I can kind of understand to a degree. Yeah, it did. I mean, that's uh, talking about Letterkenny too. That's another one yeah. where, like, I like I've I've gone I've hung out with these people. Which that's actually to bring it back to the film. Uh, like Lou does de- very much seem like a guy that I would have like known in one of those towns. Like he does this for, like kind of like I don't know what it is. it's like a vacantly midwestern stare, <laughs> and that's yeah. the best way I could describe it. That's far perfectly perfectly captures that kind of weird like are is this person actually here mentally thing that you get with with a lot of people <laughs> this from... is just gonna turn us into us harshing on minnesota for an hour or so see that one person in mankato that was listening is no longer listening um we, we have lost subscriber <laughs> oh no we posted cringe <laughs> we posted cringe and lost midwestern subscriber um yeah, there's actually a few few uh, actors. Uh, Jonathan Sherry is probably the 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 character that, aside from uh, from Lou, uh, Jonathan Sherry is Willie, is probably mm-hmm. the the character I remember the most. He's like introduced as sort of like a, a like backwoods conspiracy nut kind of guy, and he ends up being like the sidekick for most of the movie. Yeah, because he's the one who discovers Lou in his first night as a werewolf and like tranks him and and brings him home to like and he uh, he identifies him because not only is he dressed as a cop but he also is completely drunk yeah, and like, that's were, his wave his, the line's like yeah he's like i mean you were super drunk so i knew it was you yeah and he just, just happens to have wolf's bane to like test out like whether or not lose yeah. a werewolf puts it in his eggs but it's but, there's also that running yeah. gag of him being this like hyper conspiracy nut who also like isn't familiar with really basic things yeah, he asks, 
he asks him about heavy metal, and he's like, what do you mean, like, like mercury, lead? <laughs> what was the other one? There was another one like that. Uh, there's, well, he doesn't know what a where like, oh, he doesn't know what a lycanthrope is. Yeah, he says the word lycanthrope is uh, lychee. What? <laughs> Which actually, like, in context of later stuff, you learn kind of makes sense, actually. Yeah. This is actually, like, that's actually one thing, like, having seen this movie a few times now, there are those really good, like, setups for things where you're like, oh, this makes sense in the context of things we learn later. Yeah, he has a reason for saying that he doesn't know what a lycanthrope is. Yeah, or other, like, yeah, there's other parts where, like, certain things, like, um, we're kind of jumping all over, but, you know, that's that's how we do it on Movies After yeah. Midnight. Um, uh, the part where, uh, probably the the best you know the the highlight of any werewolf movie is the transformation that's kind of the that's the yeah. money shot of the movie um which speaking of money <laughs> shots um and this one uh famously uh his werewolf transformation begins with his uh with his john johnson uh yeah where johnson and uh it's a really good that was uh i i actually said this as we were sitting and watching it over over like skype uh over Facebook Messenger or whatever. Um, yeah, Skype isn't even a thing anymore. <laughs> oh yeah, shoot. That's, I mean, maybe that's how it old is, I but am. nobody, nobody um, even uses it. We just dated ourselves. Yeah. I, you know, I'm, I'm coming closer to that thir- three zero every year. Um, Oof. Uh, what was I even talking about? Uh, uh, werewolf, werewolf, werewolf penis. Peen. Um, there was something after that. We were when we were watching oh, yeah. the the transition. Okay, yeah, I was watching it. The werewolf transformation. Um, I was like, honestly, the movie, like, the first time I was watching this, watching Wolf Cop, I was like, the movie kind of, like, was on the verge of losing me, and then that transformation scene pulled me back in, and I was like, okay, they're, they're taking this concept seriously, I'm, I'm in now. Because the, the transformation was, was good, like, I would put it on par with, I think it was, I don't remember the show, is that one with, uh. Skarsgård, not the oh, other true. Skarsgård. True the blood. one with Bill. No, the one with Bill. Uh, it wasn't called. Was it called Sleepy Hollow? It wasn't. Uh, Hemlock oh. Grove. <laughs> you were like the one with Bill, and I'm like, True Blood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, different one, different Bill. Um, um, Hemlock Grove had a really good like werewolf transformation scene that was like visceral, and like you can see like teeth and chunks of skin, and it was one of my favorites. And I would put the Wolf Cop one as pretty close to that in terms mm. of like it is it was nice and visceral they they had a reason for like limiting what they could show with the special effects just like budget budget reasons but yeah they made use they of used that, them like... well like it was it was a pretty visceral somewhat painful transformation and like like you said it really really roped me back in because i was maybe just kind of starting to lose in uh lose interest like I was like just on that that precipice of losing interest, when, you know, like he pulls his face off and his, his yeah. penis is furry. <laughs> I'm like, all right, uh, this is a good movie. <laughs> yeah, um, which we were talking about. Like, there just aren't that many. Like, there aren't that many good werewolf movies out there. Like, yeah, the... which in a way almost makes the the field of werewolf movies this sort of, you know virgin exploration in, in a way and like it's a it's a that that came across wrong i meant like not, a yeah, like an untapped land let's not we talk about penises, penises and then virgin and, yeah. 
which which we know Lou is not because as a total drunk loser, he is still getting some even before he's a werewolf. Because yeah. which there's scene, also but... a, a reason for that too, which is interesting. Um... Yeah, but yeah, like it's in a way these kind of because there aren't many werewolf movies in general, and most of them just aren't done well. It's refreshing in a way whenever you can see them done well. But there's also not a lot of like established rules and traditions among werewolf movies because they're just not prevalent enough to have these like established not like you get with vampire movies yeah where it's pretty established like what the feel is going to be werewolf movies kind of have to do their own thing yeah there's like one or in, two things but yeah there's a lot yeah. more wiggle room yeah. and i feel like wolf cop really capitalized off of that and that they in theory it is kind of more of a superhero movie which we've we've talked about but like the way they the way they used the werewolf character was i felt like it was pretty good especially considering the uh the constraints that they had yeah also like yeah that's the other thing is like like in ter- like yeah like eight, 800,000 is like not a small number but in terms of movie making it kind of is mm-hmm. uh, when so you like have special effects and props and actors to yeah, pay which and i think explosions is explosions and yeah. stuff like that it, that and goes think, real quick yeah, and i think that's the one of the reasons that werewolf movies aren't done as much is cuz like if you're doing a vampire movie you can get away with like some blood and some fangs but like if you do a werewolf like there's a there's a a, a certain like entry level to like the effects you're gonna want to do, and mm-hmm. so for you have a, to have like, a good looking werewolf, which Wolf Cop does, yeah, and for like a like again a movie coming at it as this like indie movie by by like a an honest like not as established like film crew like what a what a power mm-hmm. move to make that like <clears throat> it's like out of out of Regina Saskatchewan we're gonna make a werewolf movie. And I don't know much about, like, the special effects department. I don't know the people. I don't know the names. Yeah. But, like, the people who did the practical effects definitely need a pat on the shoulder, especially, like, the costume. Because I feel like the actual werewolf costume, the special effects makeup applied to to Leo Fafard are are good in that it makes him look like a werewolf. And it's it kind of toes that line between stylized and realistic that fits the tone of the movie. But yeah. you can also perfectly tell that it's the same guy. Like, you can see his face, you can see his facial expressions and everything still come through the face. Yeah, it's While still, still like, looking yeah. like a wolf man. Like, it's, it's a really good, really good balance that they pulled off there that is very hard to do from a desi- design standpoint. Yeah, we're talking about that. Because, like, yeah, like, the face when he's in werewolf mode still looks mm-hmm. like him. It's not, like, completely lost. And then when he's when we're having the werewolf romance scene, it's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, which which again, like Wolf Cop has the has the the gumption to show you things that other wolf werewolf movies won't show you, but not in like a tasteless, cheesy. Ooh, we're just doing this for shock value way. It's it's fun. I mean, it's a little it tasteless, but like yeah, in a fun well, way. It's tasteless for fun reason, not tasteless <laughs> for shock reason. Mm, yeah that's a good way of putting it that's the thing i like about it is it's ultimately you can tell that it wasn't made to be like edgy and nefarious but it was made because it was fun and it seemed like it was probably a lot of fun to work on yeah i can imagine that 
that's some of my favorite movies are the ones that when you're watching it, it's like, oh, I bet they had a lot of a lot of laughs and a lot of fun when filming these scenes. Yeah, that's like as someone like who's worked on like you know like like small sets but still sets. Um, I've had that conversation with people before that like um, you know they're like filmmaking is work like there is work to it. But at the same time, if you can't enjoy the work that you're putting into this, how could you expect people to enjoy watching it? Exactly. And I think that's that's definitely something that like is carried through in a lot of the movies I like we talk about on here. Mm-hmm. And Wolf Cop is no exception to that. They've uh, they've definitely captured a lot of fun in some of these scenes because they had a a my my only gripe really is that maybe the werewolf sex scene was a little too long, but the fact that it was a little too long almost makes it funnier. A little bit. The uh, the it's actress the, that was part of the scene, I guess, used a body double because she didn't uh, wasn't yeah, feeling refused, it, which is which is entirely. To, that Entirely sounds like coward, coward talk to me. You don't tell me you don't take one look at that werewolf costume and be like, "Oh yeah, I'm down." Where where even are my clothes? That's yeah. Uh, never mind. Like I the, had the... to veto like seven or eight jokes that just went through my head. Nice, but yeah, the uh, the music playing and stuff during the scene, like it's it's just so. Com- comedic yeah because kind of yeah to get back because i'm trying to dance around so as to not spoil things because i think this is a good movie to not spoil um yeah we don't want to talk about like reveals and stuff like that but yeah like like basically he yeah he he finds out he's a werewolf and they decide to lock him up in the jail cell overnight um to like um yeah you know, just observe him and see what's up um and while he's in the jail cell, the uh, they get like a call that there's this robbery, and so he like demands they hands robbery him robbery of the liquor donuts, yeah. and he's like still like at that point you're not entirely sure how how much himself he is, and so he like demands the phone and he's like <laughs> taking their statement in werewolf form with mm. this really gravelly werewolf voice, and then and he's like, dude, you're you can't go out, you're a wolf, and he's like, cop, and we have title drop, yeah. And so he, and so then after that, the rest of the night, he just goes on this tear of like ripping through the being, local gang, being the form. the power cop that he never was in in human form, turning his turning his cruiser into a uh, fully decked out like matte black werewolf cop car. Yeah, which uh, is another thing. I I, I think uh, Leo Fafard has like he has like metalworking experience. So when you see him like in wolf cop costume like doing welding on the car that's actually had that like li- yeah cuz uh yeah well cuz he already had like that electrician and uh stuff experience so like i guess he had some yeah. metalworking too. I'm just wondering how much of the metalworking was done in that costume because yeah you'd have to be careful cuz that who, yeah the sparks just catch catch it on fire also, the repair shop is called Styles Auto Body, which is a Teen Wolf, teen wolf reference. I've got the, yep. which nice. I, I missed the first time I watched this movie. Yeah. But yeah, he kind of goes on this goes on this terror yeah. uh, terror spree, ripping through criminals, and that's where it kind of starts to feel a little more superhero-y in a way, but in a in a fun. Yeah, it's very much like his origin story. And there's definitely a good amount of like blood and and gore but in kind of a fun way yeah as he's doing that 
because the the effects themselves are i feel like in some of those scenes like when he's attacking the gang members and he like rips that guy's face off and stuff like these are scenes that if they were framed differently and filmed just a little differently the effects themselves and the actions happening could be framed to be like scary and visceral yeah because the effects themselves are decent and if they just played around with the lighting and stuff they could have made these intentionally scary scenes but they still using the effects that would have been good enough for that made them into sort of like i don't know how you describe it but like the kind of laughing it's it's very like someone else's pain kind of thing the dark comedy of it well we've said we've said superhero before and like it it does go back to a very comic booky yeah style of violence and it, it reminds works. me. Yeah, it reminds me a little bit of like, well, not even. Um, I was gonna, like to the uh, creep show movie, but like even that was a little darker. Whereas this is like very, very deliberately kind of silly. Mm-hmm. Except Which when I it isn't like, like. Yeah, it's like the couple times. Because yeah, there's still stuff that happens, and you're like, oh, that's sort of that's not not good, and it's not being framed as such. But then yeah. he rips a guy's face off, and like the guy screams, and it's this very comedic thing. Yeah, he throws the guy's face onto the onto the car window, and <laughs> Will Willie inside the car is like hitting the wipers. Yeah, <laughs> like, which just like face. smears it all over the. <laughs> that, which is like totally that, visceral and very, gross, yeah. but it's hilarious. It's a very good scene. Yeah. They filmed over, the line of, of apparently the really whole well. the whole meth lab fight was filmed in one and a half days, huh. which oh jeez, yeah to to do all that they must have had it pretty well rehearsed to do as little takes yeah. as possible for that. Yeah, well they're probably like we yeah we have all our effects stuff for like this amount of time, so we're gonna use it in this amount of time. Yep, and then nothing like a good old building explosion. Yeah, that's we were talking about. That's like one of my aspirations as a filmmaker is to be able to blow up a barn, and they got to blow up a barn. Good fun, and it looked good too. Like it was good, well done, well done pyrotechnics and stuff. Yeah, yeah. That's. Th- I think that's the funny thing about this movie is like, as goofy as its premise is, they like, there isn't a single thing about it that's really done poorly. And yeah. I think that's what kind of carries it through, gives it that equilibrium of like, it's a very silly premise, but they're taking it very seriously. And I think that imbalance is kind of what makes it work. Yeah. Which kind of makes me curious of uh, what future projects this team might have. Because I feel that with more resources, they already have the capability to actually do something like seriously, like good quality. But I don't know if if I would want them to do something serious because they've shown the kind of goofy yeah. comedy stuff works so well. Well, yeah, because we uh, there is there's a sequel called Another Wolf Cop, which I have not seen because it's not the first movie is like streamable at least in the U.S. It's streamable pretty much everywhere. Like it's on Tubi, it's on Amazon, it's on Shutter. Um, it was on Shutter at some point. I don't know if it still is, but um, I think it still is. But yeah, and then Another Wolf Cop. Like, I haven't been able to find, like, f- at least free anywhere. Yeah, you can rent it on, like, I want to say Amazon and some other stuff. But, yeah, it's not free anywhere. Yeah. But I really wanted being... to see, see that because they uh, um, they brought in uh, Yannick Besson. Besson? Yeah, Yannick Besson. 
it's Besson. a Besson, not I'm, I'm confusing it because Luke Luke Besson, you say it that way, but I think Yannick Bis. Does he say his name wrong? I don't know actually, but I'm trying to I'm trying to preempt that in case anyone like. You know. What? But yeah, uh, Murdoch from Murdoch Mysteries, um, is is the the villain, and, and like you can see that in the second one, they're definitely playing with like people know about the first movie and like we're a little more self-aware because like they have kevin smith and a cameo mm-hmm. and like i am interested to see like you were saying what what they do with like a little more in terms of resources and ability and scale because uh yeah the sequel's been out for a couple of years now yeah i think it came out in 2017 which actually yeah it came out in 2017 which also, is four years yeah. ago which uh Oh god, that makes that's, me that's feel an old. existential crisis. It came out only a year after I graduated yeah. high school. Yeah, well, I was saying like I saw yeah, like I first saw Wolf Cop in 20 like 18 and that's already a few years now. Uh also yeah. they've merchandised this movie cuz you can get Yeah, like uh, a little Wolf Cop plush and I stuff like that. I would kill someone to get one of those Wolf Cop plushes. <laughs> Also, I just that awkward in, silence uh, made it sound waste. Like I wouldn't actually kill. <laughs> Maybe depending on the person. Uh, an interview, um, little little side note. Interview says Yannick Besson. That's how he himself pronounced it. So I was right. Okay, anyway, so it's Besson, <laughs> not Besson, though. But that's that's what I was. Yeah, hung up because on. it's with an because it's with an I. Yeah. Weird Canadian names, man. What's the deal with it's these? Because they're it's because they're French. What's names. what's the deal with Canadians? Who well, are I mean, these people? I mean, Luc Besson isn't even Canadian. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, there, there's a lot of really good Wolf Cop merch out there, official and otherwise. Yeah, um, see, now we've jumped around so much, I'm trying to remember what we have and haven't covered here. Because normally I take uh, notes, uh, but I, I just didn't do that. Yeah, I mean, we were trying to not spoil, like, the idea of the movie, yeah. so we kind of touched on, like, the meth lab fight and stuff like um, that. Yeah, and then um, maybe we could talk a little bit about like the cultist stuff later. Yeah, um, we did talk about because uh, there is the uh, the other character of Tina. Uh, oh yeah, by... she's like the competent cop. Yeah, like she's she's at the end of the day she's she's a, more of a like well, I guess her and Willie kind of like fulfill yeah, in, the like, sidekick the role in different stuff different there. ways. Um, yeah, but yeah, she's kind of she's like the one because she's kind of the cop who like always pulled pulled loose dead weight. And like at, at like by the end of the film, she's the one who kind of starts starts realizing like the same stuff that he's been following, and is like sort of the one other person that ends up like being trustworthy and coming to his aid and everything. And does and as the far whole as, saves his life during fight scenes kind of thing, and mutually. Yeah, and as far as like character work, I I like her character. They do play up the the like rivalry between the two female characters in a in a somewhat like that's the one thing i criticized was like that does seem kind of out of nowhere yeah it, it felt like more of a necessary because we have two female characters that they should eventually yeah. fight each other yeah well especially because one character there's things we learn where it's like sh- you would have a valid reason to feel that way about her but tina doesn't know those things yet so like yeah I mean, it could have just been one of those. Oh, I always had a bad feeling slash never liked her kind of things, but they didn't. They didn't play that I up mean, really. Yeah, because like she does, she owns the bar. Because like they established that like 
this isn't really a spoiler because it's pretty early on in the movie. They establish Tina's dad owned the bar in town and he died and you learn pretty quickly that he was like used for the werewolf ritual that like um, Lou is now like undergoing. Mm. And Lou's dad was like the one cop who tried looking into stuff and he also died. So like that's also those two characters have that like their past is both connected to this whole thing in ways they never realized. Yeah, which kind of furthers by the end of things they're working together because they they have that mutual interest. Yeah. So I was gonna, I was going to say that might be the that's like the one way I could justify that rivalry is like this was my dad's bar and you just kind of took it over. But again, we don't get a lot of that. Yeah, but at, like at the, the same time, that yeah. that's kind of like the one gripe. Really, it's such a it's yeah. almost it's a, almost a forgettable moment in the yeah. movie. Is like our one gripe with it. Yeah. Um, yeah, honestly, because, like, honestly, if they would have devoted more time to that, it would have probably just felt weird, so, like, it's it's better, mm. probably, that they didn't need to build that up. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah, by, by the end of it, you know, there's some, some good action in a very Canadian-looking forest. Extremely gives me a uh, final sacrifice flashbacks but not in a bad way <laughs> i'm trying to remember you yeah you were there when uh our fa- like our family took a trip to canada like once in like 2004 2006 i don't remember when it was uh, i have perfectly clear <laughs> memories before and after but i have no clear <laughs> memories of canada it's that you that's one of the things it. is li- literally I, I don't know why but i'm like did did I get kidnapped by aliens in Canada or something? Because, like, I have no memory of it. Zero memory yeah, of that I... trip. I have a perfectly clear memory of, like, almost everything before then and immediately after, but no Canada exists as a dark void in my mind, which is probably a good thing. Yeah, I mean, that's... <laughs> is Canada then... not a dark void? <laughs> Our other Canadian viewer just unsubscribed. Uh, yeah, we're just offending everyone one one region at a time. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> don't worry don't worry pacific northwest we'll get to you eventually west coast i live out here y'all y'all are coming um <laughs> i feel like canadians would admit that their their country is at least a little bit of a, a dark void this is this is so big um, just literally it's so barren dude there's like nothing there <laughs> except for uh, werewolves in the forest apparently yeah. which is you know if you gotta have something yeah, if you if you become a werewolf, just make sure that you're also an alcoholic so that you stay in control of yourself. Yeah, which isn't isn't usually how alcohol works. Well, I guess it's it's not. But I want to say that yeah, the alcohol. It's not that the alcohol gives him control of himself. It's like that the alcohol makes him like way stronger. <clears throat> yeah, it's the the liquid courage of the alcohol helps him. It's to like it's like the break past. It's the spinach spinach to his Popeye. It, it is. It's it's literally I. There's a shot like that that they, yeah, yeah, like when he pulls out the flask and like drinks in the middle of of a fight as a werewolf, it feels literally like Popeye pulling out the spinach. Yeah. Which is another, like, that feels like a superhero-y thing, like that, like, you know, that's like the Mm -hmm. the thing that they would do every episode if this were a series. Yeah. Which we need a wolf cop series now. That feels like a thing that would happen. Like, we got a Black Dynamite series, like, we could do a wolf cop. 
yeah, someone... go go watch it. Go watch the movie. Yeah, I think we've. Yeah, I guess that's the thing is it's it's also it's a very like not simple in a bad way, but it's a very straightforward movie. So there's not tons to dissect. Yeah, it's it's, it's like, pretty straight to the point. And this the happened. Point it was really fun. Check fun. it out. Yeah. But yeah, I think also like for me as someone who's like who wasn't a big horror movie person, it's kind of a nice gateway movie if you're trying to like get people into stuff. Yeah, because it definitely have... has the feel. It definitely has the camp to it. Yeah, because there's like yeah, there's like you know the transformation and the gore and the effects that like you can get into that, but you can get into it with like a, a more like silly action more positive, movie ultimately. The, the like you watch that and then and then your friends like oh well how about how about we also watch American Werewolf in London and you're like oh I like werewolves now that sounds yeah. like a good time <laughs> yeah it's um, it is a good kind of whether you're whether you're like trying to get into horror or maybe you're not a horror movie fan or you're a long time fan it's definitely it'll have something for everyone to enjoy and I, I think I think it's a good one to add to like the watch list during this spooky season yeah yeah which way it's a good kind of daytime movie to, to if you're if you're putting it into like a watch list of a bunch of mm. other stuff it's a good it's a good movie to like ramp you up for other things as well yeah that's uh... I think there's a lot of ways that you could fit this into your watching experience I think that's that's another thing that movies like this do well is the fact that they're like kind of versatile in what you can take from them because it's kind of a good lighthearted yeah, sure. thing. There's definitely a lot of things in there that that multiple people might appreciate. The music included. We didn't even touch on the oh, soundtrack. Oh yeah, um, yeah. There's uh, what is it? Uh, local Smoke. band shooting guns. Yeah, shooting um, guns. Yeah. Among there's a couple other bands from, and the high from, uh, high kicks. Yeah, from Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. Yeah, That's where it's, guns it's is a from very, anyway. it's a very like, uh, what would you call that? Like, twenty tens Prague is kind of the vibe I got. Uh, I was just thinking more like, kind of, kind of good like, hard rock sort of. Yeah, it's very, very heavy hard metal. Rock. Yeah. It's I like, don't think I would use yeah. the word Prague. Uh, mostly, I just enough, I but... got like it's like Wolf Mother, but a little harder. Is kind of like the vibe I got. I was like, Which I'm trying you to think only of groups see because it says wolf. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Yeah. <laughs> but no, like it's because I'm trying to think of other bands. Pretty fun. It's it's I mean, good, kind of like I don't know, maybe. Yeah. Uh, I was like Silver Tide. Nobody listens to Silver Tide, so that's a worthless piece of comparison. Um, I was gonna say maybe kind of like. to be to be sort of uh obscure what's the name of that band oh well it's such an obscure song i can't even find it so there's no need to but yeah it's it's the kind yeah it's the kind of like like yeah like meaty meaty sounding hard rock that you would expect like for from for a movie about like rural werewolves in in canada yeah it's good uh good kind of hard hard guitars stuff that works well for the for the soundtrack that's like technically actually decent quality music because you know getting getting music for your low budget film is kind of a hard thing to do which i found out by trying to find music that i can use for no budget films and like oh, yeah. 
getting good music is hard, especially when good music and good soundtrack is so important to like making a scene really well. Like getting capturing a good good feeling and good atmosphere and stuff is is heavily tied to the music you're using. And since this was a relatively low budget film that a lot of the budget went to the practical effects and stuff, the fact that they were able to find a pretty good band to do their music and used yeah. in such a way that it wasn't like cheesy and overdone was uh, a, another thing yeah, that was it's very impressive it's, about Yeah, it's very fitting. Yeah. And it's not like it's that music used for every scene. They they use it well. They use it mostly for like the werewolf fighting scenes. Yeah. And the intro. The intro is pretty good. Like the, the I don't intro, know, vignette, yeah. you would call it. Or something. I'm not a... I, I didn't go to film school. <laughs> I did. What do I, I know? Yeah. I did. I barely know anything. So, I mean... <clears throat> Uh, what is knowing yeah. about film if not knowing that you know nothing Ooh. existentialism uh, well I, I think there's less time for existentialism more time for liquor donuts and northern Canadian werewolf superhero movies yeah especially yeah especially the liquor donuts that I could go for go for one of them about now they were all just like boring looking cruller types which are like one of my mm. least favorite donuts but every time every time they show them i'm like that looks like a good donut yeah yeah i'm a i'm a fan of the like what is it like the sour cream donuts yeah like the old-fashioned donut yeah uh yeah those are some of the best if i had to have a liquor donut yeah i, I wonder what yeah what donut. what selection does liquor donuts have do they do like uh like long johns or like cream fields or something like because because that would be yeah, I mean, I feel like I feel like a cream-filled liquor donut would be actually easier because you could do like a mm. like a bourbon cream or something in the middle. Yeah, that would kind of. I I want to say it's kind of what like because they're like there's a place in Denver that does like they're called either liquor donuts or whiskey donuts, and I want to say that's kind of yeah. that's kind of the vibe they have. Yeah, mm -hmm. uh, there's a place here in the here in the Springs where I'm at, uh, Happy Hour Donuts. Huh that does uh they have like jack daniels donuts and like peach mojito donuts uh champagne donuts margarita a couple of those sound sus but like you yeah. know i'm trusting them yeah but I, my imagination here is that liquor donuts in the movie they're probably they probably have some kind of filling or something that that's the infused yeah they're like it's a pr secret proprietary technique secret proprietary liquor filled cr cruller cream which usually crullers aren't but they're so light and airy that i imagine you could easily put liquor cream inside of them and uh you know i would probably act like a uh like a deranged alcoholic werewolf if i got a hold of donuts like that as well yeah that's I'd, I'd rip through dudes in the middle of a store in order to get those donuts take them as payment for yeah this, for saving yeah. the store one of the best parts of the movie uh, again, highlighting how he's he's just gone from like zero to a billion after uh, after getting werewolfed. Yeah, just suddenly he's this <laughs> incredibly incredibly savage vigilante, but he isn't yeah. really a vigilante because he's technically still a cop. Yeah, he's... they never they never revoked his badge just because he became a lycanthrope. Yeah. Well, and I, yeah, and by the yeah by the end of the movie, he's he's even more of a like. He's fixture. one of two police officers in the entire town. Yeah. 
drugs. <laughs> I'm not sure the logistics of that. Yeah, it's, you think there'd be more in that? Yeah, because like the, Although, the size again, of the town is never static. Again, it kind of makes sense knowing like the thing, the like behind the scenes stuff that is revealed. That actually does check out. Yeah, and it is rural <laughs> Canada. I mean, it's not like there's a ton of crime to stop anyway. Yeah. Well, I mean, there is in this town. They have a gang. Yeah. That's why they have two cops. That feels like... The way small towns work, it feels like having a gang would be a point of pride for some people. They'd be yeah. like, yeah... Like, hey, we... our town has a gang. They're not just any gang, they're our gang. We're a big enough, respectable enough town to, to have organized <laughs> crime. Then I'm not even sure what the deal with this thing was, because they're like... They're somewhere between, like, bikers and just, like general thugs yeah they're bikers but they're definitely like local yeah it's like maybe maybe the gang spreads across <clears throat> like the, the county area or something yeah maybe and maybe it's just their their meth base of operations where they make the meth is out here in this random nowhere town because that would be the best place to put your drug lab if there's very little uh um, i will i will people say in, in uh, trespassing on your land there, there's actually again without spoiling too much. There is an exchange where he's like, "You, you went through all this for a for a crappy little town, and like you'd you'd be surprised how far up the chain a little werewolf blood goes." And that's yeah. like a very it's a very minor line, but like I think this movie did a good job of like because I'm someone who likes to have lore for everything, and this movie didn't really need to do that. But like what everything that needed a reason had a reason that made sense and they didn't have to like flesh it out too much but it was there and i think they did a good job walking that line yeah they did just the amount of world building that a movie about an alcoholic uh canadian police officer becomes a werewolf really needs because it's again going back to the comic book thing it gives you just enough that like you can see the like there being more adventures for this character in the future yeah which there are in mm. the sequel yeah. I wonder if they're. I wonder if they're gonna work on uh, Wolf Cop Three. I highly doubt that. Wolf, wolf cops. <laughs> wolf cops. Wolf cop. Wolf. Wolf cop three. Aw, aw cab. All wolf cops are bastards. <laughs> all all cops are. It'd be a a car. All cops are wolves. Okay, that would be pretty good actually. That that would actually be really good. Yeah. <laughs> Hit us up. Hit us up if you if you need ideas for for Wolf Cop Three. Lowell Dean, hit us up. Hit my line. Hit my DM, Lowell Dean. Follow follow me on Instagram at smick.nith. Yeah, I already like. Apparently, the guy who did Rendell liked my review of that, so we've we've got some. Even though we kind of dragged the film. movie. Yeah. I, mean, I can't. You know. The pluses and minuses, you know. Uh, yeah, it was praiseworthy. Got to get but, lines hey, on all these. Episode. Rendell versus Wolf Cop is is really ooh, where we're headed ooh. with this. I'd Two like drastically differently and different in tone movies. But the one that seems the cheesiest is actually better. Yeah. But that's that's a whole other review. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so yeah, Wolf Cop. I would give it. I mean, I gave it five stars. Yeah. Because I'm very subjective. I gave it three stars, and I liked it on uh, on Letterboxd. But that's because I'm picky. Yeah. 
but, but yeah, I feel like a... ultimately it's still it it's that's still an above average movie. It's it's definitely yeah. fun. I've seen it was this <clears> the <throat> second or third time maybe? Uh, I know. At least the second, but it might yeah. even be the third because I want to say we watched it again. We didn't watch it with mom and dad, did we? I think we I did. Think so. uh, we watched uh, it yeah. with dad. I, mom might yeah. not have been into it. Yeah, I don't think mom would have liked the uh, the, the graphic werewolf sex scene. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so this may have been my third time watching it, which I'm the kind of person who rarely ever watches a movie a second time, even a movie I liked. Yeah. So to be able to still watch it again and still be entertained by it especially the like comedic even if, moments even if all three of those times were instigated by me being like hey you should watch wolf cuff with me i mean i didn't say no and i True. have actually yeah no i before, did so yeah that's another thing i gave nick a list i was like hey i'm doing some podcast episodes and he's like i'll do wolf cop with you so yeah yeah that that if, the uh, proof is in the pudding yeah if if my opinion means anything <clears throat> to you at all which it kind of shouldn't Wolf Cop is is solid enough to, to watch a couple times, at least the first time. Like I said, definitely add it to like a if you have some kind of spooky season watch list. I feel like this is a, a good one to have kind of early in there. It's a good kind of introductory yeah. or kind of intermediate film to have in there because it's fun. You won't regret watching it. You'll get a good laugh, but there's enough good like enough good gore and effects to to really root it in that spooky genre yeah it's a good time so yeah um i yeah that's uh that's the episode so i'll be doing more of these we're midway through october i might try to kind of do some makeup episodes but we do have at least a couple more before before the day uh day happens um and yeah, indeed, uh, indeed. Any, anything you want to like plug or promote before we sign off? Um, I'm not doing anything with my life, so what I what Big I would mood. like to promote is, uh, you know, not doing anything with your life. Actually, yeah, I am fair. doing things. I'm just not doing things on uh, the internet or on social media. I'm right, too yeah. busy putting in my, uh, you know, fleshing <laughs> Any- out my Sigma grind set. Yeah. Anyone else you want to promote? <laughs> Don't watch me, but watch these guys. <laughs> watch, uh, you know, watch Wolf Cop. Yeah, there you go. Just you watch can, Wolf Cop can, again. Yeah, you can watch <clears throat> it for free on Tubi. You can watch Wolf Cop for free on Tubi Prime Video, I want to say... You can watch it on Ch- Chime, I want to say. I think that's where I watched it. Hmm. Um, yeah, it's, it's very accessible, too, so there's, like, no reason to not check it out. Yeah. Unless you just really hate werewolves and or cops, which one of those is under... <laughs> and if, if that's the case, why did you click on this episode? True. <laughs> yeah, definitely worth well, watching, especially yeah. because it's free. You don't have a good excuse not to watch it. Yeah, it's a, and it's it's a good time, which grab I hope some, you have uh, had some donuts. Yep, grab some donuts and, and toast a uh, toast some. I don't know how alcohol works. I was gonna th- throw some wine in. Make there. a make a <laughs> toast to Northern Canada yep. for this <laughs> for the the greatest gift they have ever given the world. Um, but yeah, Canada's second greatest lawman. 
That again, that's a crossover. Anyway, uh, we will uh, we'll see you next time. And thank you for uh, uh, tuning in after after the, our little hiatus. Indeed. Bye bye. Indeed.